You're listening to the Waffle Bite Size Podcast with Paul Jenkins. This was originally broadcast on Rossendale Radio on the 20th of October 2019. And this week, his guest is Stephen Taylor. And keep listening until the end to hear some music from Mills. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Waffle Hour here on, uh, I almost <laughs> I almost said the wrong radio station then, here on Rossendale Radio, 104.7. That's because I've been travelling around the country listening to other people. Uh, I am ge- uh, joined in the studio uh, by my guest, uh, Stephen Taylor. How are you doing, Steve? I'm good, thanks. Yes? Well, I'm, I'm uh, good apart from my throat. You're feeling a little bit I'm croaky. Been we're, a bit we're... rough the last couple of days, but I'm a, I'm a man... And I don't mention it. I just get on with life. You, you, you didn't, you didn't yeah. mention it at all. You didn't mention no. it coming up the stairs. And you haven't mentioned it live on radio. And you haven't mentioned it. It's, it's fine. You're like me. Uh, so you've, you're feeling all right. Um, and yeah. uh, it's, uh, you've, you've come in. We've, obviously, the Waffle Hour is about uh, lots of different uh, uh, sort of types of writers. We had a copywriter in last week talking about websites mm. uh, and, and uh, working with businesses. We've had people uh, sort of working sort of uh, and just kind of factual writing. Where, where, does your, uh, where do you kind of lay in terms of the, the, the writing world? What kind of stuff do you write? I don't know really. I don't. I don't think I fit into any particular category. Mm. Um, I, I, I do poems, which started off as song lyrics. Mm. Tried to write song lyrics as a kid because <laughs> uh, I wanted to be a rock and roll star. Uh, which uh, as, as all who doesn't do. <laughs> uh, and he just went on from that really. So I, I do a lot of. I do a lot of silly stuff. Um, I do some political stuff. Some all sorts really. I, I'm not in. I can't pigeonhole myself it is i mean there's, there's, there's that thing about artists is that they don't like sort of being one type of thing because the moment you do that all of a yeah. sudden you've got to reinvent yourself haven't i've you? got a fantastic quote from a guy called mark hurst he used to be called mark my words he, he was a, a decent point in his time and a great stand-up comic mm. and he called me the uh, love child of john cooper clark and pam Ayers, oh okay which so i think is great that I, I'm, there's I'm a little bit at both of those there's a little bit of me trying to imagine that that yeah. particular <laughs> partnership and the little bit that doesn't want to imagine what that would be like at all it's, not the look no. That's, a, that's a car crash of poetry right, <laughs> yeah, right there but yeah. at the same time it would produce a beautiful thing yeah, yeah I think so yeah. <laughs> and there you yeah. are you're right in front mm. of me um, so your um, is it your first book Reflections yeah um, uh, that, how, is that, how did that sort of first of all come about and secondly where uh, I mean whereabouts is it now that's what that's the, that's the thing I'm it's in W.H. Smith. It is in W.H. Smith. <laughs> which is, I tell you what, that's a big step for for a lot of uh, people. I've I've been writing for a long yeah. time, and I've not uh, sort of taken that kind of leap forward into sort of getting the stuff out there into shops. Which yeah, is I a, need to add to that. W.H. Smith's in Bury. Oh right, okay, only but, there. But that's not the point. It's, it's a, in lots of other places. Hmm. You can get it. Um, the thing came about. Hmm. Um, due to the digital age really and the social media mm. I'd always been writing I didn't always keep my poems yeah um, and then uh, I, I started putting a couple on uh, Facebook and they were getting really good response mm. and then people friends and all that saying oh there must be a book there somewhere so it was just all encouragement from people so I thought right yeah let's go for it do you think that's a, that's the thing is that when somebody actually says to you you know that kind of validates what you're doing and says actually I quite enjoyed that could you write some more of it mm. is that is that the driver to suddenly go from I write poetry because I like doing it for a job uh, for, for, for a laugh and then Absolutely. suddenly going you know what I'm going to do this and be the poet that, that comes to your event or whatever um, yeah well <laughs> yeah it's uh, you need that encouragement obviously mm. um because I've never had an awful lot of confidence uh, in anything. Uh, so a little bit of encouragement helps. Right. Uh, and that's what I got there. And so it just made me take it a little bit further. Mm. That's all. Uh, perform a little bit more, because I hadn't performed for a long, long time. Yeah. And I started again about two years ago. Um, so it just gave me the confidence to do that and put it all together. And uh, I'm, I'm quite happy with the... 
and, and I've noticed that from from following you on, on Facebook, a lot of your gigs, you you, you do the pub circuit, quite, which is a tricky a tricky yeah. thing to do, uh, to be honest. Because I've uh, I mean I've played a few uh, pub gigs in my in my time, and and actually everyone's there for they're there for a night out. They're there for for usually another reason than to listen to a poet, unless they're particularly coming to see your work. Yeah. How how do you find that? Um, I quite like that. Um, because I don't feel again about confidence. I don't feel uh, I don't particularly like the, the poetry circuit. Mm. I don't feel confident enough to be um, whether my poems are as good, better, worse. Mm. I don't know, but I don't feel comfortable in that environment. I'd much yeah. rather play with, with a rock band or with some comedians or mm. that sort of. I just feel better there because I'm the only poet, so I'll be the best poet. You know, if I'm the only one, and it's a breath of fresh air. They think, "Oh, a poet—that's different." Yeah, I suppose if you're surrounding yourself, if, with... I'm, if I've got all these great poets like yourself, I'm, I'm not going to compete. <laughs> well, I don't want to know that. See, I find it really tricky because I've stopped going to poetry slams uh, because I I went to one and it was the, it was a great Northern poetry slam. It was a big big event up in up in Newcastle, uh, and we all came off at the end, and everyone was like, "Well, I didn't want to beat you," and the, you mm. were up against people. With, well, I would. With a complete well, that's the thing. There's I'd the competitor. The competitor inside you wants to wants to win, but at the same yeah. time, you're kind of listening to other people's work and going, "Well, that's a completely different bag to what I've just performed for an audience." Mm. So, and and sometimes the comparisons are not just there. So we, we sort of do compare each other when we probably needn't do. Um, we we should be able to sit alongside each other, but it's that kind of nature of you know what you know which 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 is more worthy, I suppose. Yeah, it's what, it's all different about different styles as well, mm. isn't it? Um, I just I've never done it so I don't know yeah. uh, doing it with, uh, with doing it with other it. it's like you know I've never engaged with that so it's not really not really I, I, that I have problem. as you know been mm. trying to set up some uh, mm. uh, little thing where we set up uh, a trio mm. of poets going out three sort of different poets each one with their own style yes. and taking it out as a package so we're looking for venues for that that would be great and, I, and I'm pleased to uh, I, I think we can confirm on here that uh, hopefully I'll be one spoke of that trio would, yes. would, would, be, would be lovely so we, we need uh, we need that third spoke confirmed and we need to get some venues and get it sorted yeah yeah so that'll be cool um, right well we've got um, we've got your choices of music um, uh, coming up yeah. uh, now with the first one you give me you give me Roxy Music and we've uh, we've got Virginia Plain why is that particularly a song that you thought well it was the first record I bought mm. um I, I, I heard Roxy Music before I saw them, and I thought, wow, this is, this is different. I've mm. never known anything like this before. It's sort of hopping back to rock and roll, but then it's going forward to like, future uh, style of music. It's just all sorts of genres thrown together in different... to bring out this completely different thing. And then when I saw them, I mean, they were, they were the, the glamest of glam. Yeah. Uh, uh, and amazing to watch. And, uh, and I just fell in love with them straight away. And uh, I think also Brian Ferry... In the 70s, I think, mm. talking about words, I think he was one of the best lyric writers mm. of his time, certainly 72 to 75. The five albums he had out over that period, his words are fantastic. Well, there we go. We've got some of those words coming now. We've got Virginia Plain. What's her name? Virginia Plain. So there we go. There was Roxy Music with Virginia Plain, and one of those ones that DJs hate because they finish suddenly and you have absolutely no clue that it's coming. That's one of the reasons I gave you that one. <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> just trying to wrong foot me and seeing if there'll be some dead air. Uh, well, I'm joined in the studio this afternoon uh, by uh, by Stephen Taylor, uh, who's uh, joining us for the waffle segment. Uh, we've we've been having a chat about music, uh, uh, sort of in the downtime there, while Brian Ferry was uh, was doing his thing. Um, what is? I mean, you you are clearly passionate about music and about uh, and about that kind of link between. You talked about being on stage and with 
with a band is mm. that something you're uh, sort of hoping to take further with with working with with musicians yeah yeah i'd, li- I'd like to do that i'm just messing them out with it at the moment uh, with a couple of friends mm. doing poetry to a little bit of musical backing right so, so not singing it yeah obviously i couldn't do that <laughs> i can't talk in tune um but uh, yeah having a go at that to just uh, just as a bit of a break to change the thing yeah i've got, I've got a show coming up in uh, in bury in february i know it's quite a while off yet mm. but i think an hour and a half of poetry might be a bit much so i want to break it up with with other things and that's a bit of music going into it will be one of the things it is it is a struggle sometimes i think uh, i've been to some poetry so i've never been to a poetry show that's longer than 45 minutes because you you, you do you get to that point where listening to one person's monologue even if it's mm. it's not this is why i kind of i, I put in a little bit of stand-up or things like that just to try and lift it a little bit to yeah. break things up mm. because you know it's not otherwise it's just you sit there and listen for 45 minutes and i'll i'll just carry on well this is two forty-five minutes <laughs> two lots of 45 yeah. minutes we'll get... it, it is very um structured in a way that it's not boring 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 it's, yeah it's, they're coming from all different angles and uh, mm. there's some surprises there as well and we're throwing a juggler and an acrobat in there and it would be up. nice yeah. <laughs> tightrope walker um uh, right so to bridge talking about bridging gaps a little bit between artistic styles um we've got uh, you're going to share one of your poems for us uh, and this is i think proof that you can write about anything at any given moment <laughs> uh, and you can get to the point where uh, you can kind of see something even on the telly and you think you know what i've got a drive i've got an urge to write about this uh, and your uh, your first poem you're going to uh, read for us is um it's about somebody who works on a rival network, uh, I think we should say. It's, it's not Russendale Radio, uh, it's a, but it is another broadcaster. Which broadcaster has been it's the, the subject? the woman I love. The woman you love. Yes. Okay, and this is broadcast live now, so we've, we've got this officially, and it will be on the podcast forever. Um, and, and who be that? Well, unfortunately, she doesn't know this. Oh. So uh, if ever I do a radio show, I try and do this one just to get... Eventually, she'll hear it. Okay. And then have an injunction against me okay well uh, this could she, be the end of this you might be called, taking out the studio she's called naga monchetti <laughs> no i'll you over now to stephen with naga monchetti okay this is an old to um naga monchetti oh naga monchetti i get hot and sweaty whenever you're on tv i love your views you can read my news come run away with me oh naga monchetti you're my amaretti my goddess of love from afar looking so pretty in media city while i'm getting drunk in a bar Oh, Nagamanchetti, like my favourite spaghetti, you're my top dish of the day. I see you and me on your TV settee, causing a midday malay. Oh, Nagamanchetti, please don't think me petty. With you to the beeb, I'm tied. Not just because it's you, there's something else too. Piers Moron's on the other side. Oh, Nagamanchetti, drowning my confetti, you've set my heart aflame. My feelings are stronger, but I can't write any longer. Because I've run out of rhymes with your name. <laughs> Very good. Um, you, uh, you, you didn't hear me giggling in the background. I had to turn my microphone down during the course of that because I was about to go. Um, I'm almost determined that when we finish this, uh, the, uh, Waffle goes out as a podcast the following mm-hmm. week. We will tweet Nagamanchetti with that, and we'll we'll keep you updated. You never know; this could be the start of something beautiful. She might be. I mean, Media City's a lot a long way away. But what if she's married? We're going to break up a family. This, I mean, uh, look. I mean, I'm not going to say anything. But if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I think. I think we need to kind of make that link. At least she yeah. needs to know of her fandom, doesn't she? Yeah, I think so. Um, you, I think it's quite nice. You, you kind of mentioned earlier that you don't like to keep things too serious when you when you're writing something. Is that when you were writing that? Were you just thinking, you know what? I just the, it's like the rhyme with spaghetti is perfect. There aren't <laughs> that many rhymes. <laughs> do you? Do, how do you do rhyme? By the way, because I, I I I cheat. I use a, I, I use an app. There's an app called Prime Rhyme. Is there? Yeah. Uh, it's I get I get stuck too quick, so I, I immediately uh, refer to to the cheating method. But uh, um, 
I've, yeah, I've looked. I've mm. looked well, for rhymes. There's a there's one also a, a website called Rhyme Zone, mm. which I've looked at uh, on the other occasion. Um, but I, no, I don't usually get stuff if it's a word like that. Yeah, like Monchetti isn't yeah. the easiest thing to rhyme. So, uh, <laughs> so I did have to have a little bit of help like that. The the um, the goddess Amoretti. I didn't know about that, but it fits in perfectly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, norm, normally the rhymes are, are okay. <laughs> the goddess, uh, I'm, 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 I don't know anything about the goddess Amoretti. I'm assuming she's some sort of spirit, quite literally. No, she's a newsreader. She's a newsreader. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. Um, so we're going to be um, uh, talking about uh, some more of your work uh, in the in the next uh, part of the show. Uh, we're, we're talking bands uh, because because uh, uh, one of the things that we haven't mentioned as well is that in your uh, aside from your poetry, you also have uh, a job. You are you are the landlord job. of a pub. Yeah, yeah, I've got a pub, the uh, the Brook uh, uh, at Holkenbrook, Ramsbottom. Okay, and uh, and you weekly have uh, bands in on, uh, and we have music and, and uh, uh, sort of coming in. Uh, sort of uh, yeah so you've got that constant connection with the music yeah we're bands every saturday um now where where would elbow fit in that because be- elbow are a berry band what are the chances of us getting elbow to well the I, I i know some of the lads that yeah. they come in the pub um and i keep telling them that they shouldn't be able to turn it down 150 quid really i mean they need you know, it it's... don't they i mean it's i mean what were they, what were they playing what the the olympics closing ceremony i mean that's oh. they barely got anything for that that's probably that's public service gig that was like two arenas quid, two arena gigs arena gigs you can't see the people you need them right up front of you spilling beer and who wants to present on six music anyway right. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've gone for we've gone for elbow uh, and if you don't feel good after this and we probably won't I play mean, all of uh, uh, one day like this because the uh, because it's six minutes and 12 and right? they're back in the charts at number one with a new album there are, which which but uh, he's really good as well i mean yeah. it's, uh, there was uh, there was some uh, stuff from the from the new album that they're playing and they've they've kind of bridged that gap between being a arty farty band and uh, mm. and being a pop and, band. and guy is a great writer of lyrics but mm. they're very deep they're very hard to get into they are. I, I read and read his lyrics i think that's fantastic and another one i think where the heck's that coming from <laughs> no idea the, the, the first single off this last album um I forgot it's cold now. We'll look it up. Anyway, we'll look it up in the break. While, while, uh, while Elbow are entertaining you with one day like this, we'll look it up and we'll come back to you after this. 104.7 Rossendale Radio. You're joining us here on the Waffle Hour. I've got Stephen Taylor in front of me, and we've been chatting all the way through about music and about words and about uh, 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 just about getting stuff out and performing it. Um, Steve's going to share uh, another poem with us uh, now in in the studio. Uh, do you want to give us a bit of background on this one? Because you've been uh, sort of saying to me about the subject of the of the poem, but uh, and I, I I did that kind of glazed over look uh, of what it's about because it's it's one of those areas that I don't quite know about. So well, you, you will actually. Um, my, my daughter's at university, mm. spending. Uh, my money yeah of course um uh, she's doing um, a, a, a filmmaking course mm-hmm. and uh, during that she makes films yeah and she did this one uh, earlier on this year uh, which is about the condition vitiligo okay now that is is very common uh, a lot of people want it what might not know the name but it's the condition where your skin has light patches oh right okay. there's a very famous supermodel who's now i can't remember winnie, yeah. winnie someone she has it mm-hmm. um uh, and a lot of people, well, they don't suffer with it; they have it. And, yeah. and this is this is what it's all about. This is what her film was about: um, um, telling people to, uh, you've got that condition, just embrace it. Mm. That is part of you. Yeah, it's uh, not it's not something to suffer or bear. No, it's just, you don't. It's no, just it's part just, of it's you. It's not yeah. a disability. No. Um, 
it's like having different coloured hair or going bald as you get older or something, whatever it is. I don't know why you looked at me when that was happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so she she did the film and I thought, oh, wow, I'll uh, I'll see if I can write something that'll go along alongside that. Great. So I did this and it's called The Skin That I'm In. I don't want to be different. I try to blend in. I try to fit into the skin that I'm in. I try to be dutiful. I want to be beautiful. I don't understand the hand I was dealt, how I felt. Others don't know how I go, how I cope and hope and grope for understanding. I'm not demanding, just asking, not basking in my self-pity in this ditty. Why me? Why not you? What can I do? Please don't stare, you'll make me swear. I can only wear clothes that cover till I discover that it's fine. That I shine and I'm proud and allowed to be the real me. Beauty is in the eye of the guy that doesn't judge. I've tried to fudge when I speak. Don't hold a grudge. I'm not weak. I've accepted who I am, why I am. I'll let you see. I live for me and, of course, you. But I don't force you to embrace it. Just face it. See through your eyes and realise I'm a person. My difference is what is me. Your deference is plain to see. If judgment is gone, so let's move on. We are all original, we're all beautiful, desirable, inspirable, in our own way. We have our day, we have our say, we have a need, we need to feed, we have a thirst. Love yourself first. Love who you are, love what you are, love why you are, because you are, inside and out, without a doubt, beautiful. Love the skin you're in. That is a really nice positive message for a Sunday afternoon. I think there'll be people yeah, at home with it, and not necessarily even with that, uh, that particular uh, vitiligo, that particular uh, condition. But it might be something that you're feeling insecure about on the inside, and actually that 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 message of love the skin you're in. Yeah, it, can, it could be across the board. Sorts of it? things. Uh, and it's, I think. Do, do you think poetry like that, that 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 has a message? Do you think that that's important to to make sure that there's because we've got you know Naga Manchetti has her has her place, all right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's and it's by my side <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Naga, please get in contact with the show. It's necessary. You must be out there somewhere. Um, but uh, you know, we've, you get that. You've got the kind of like kind of light-hearted stuff, but then a kind of balance with stuff. Mm. And say, you know what is is what you need to listen to. I, li- I like to try and write that sort of stuff with a bit of a message. I don't want to preach, mm. but it's nice to. It, it sort of rounds the whole thing. You, it, you feel like you're writing it for a reason, rather than just to get a laugh. I think half of what I write is to get laughs, mm. and the other half is is more serious stuff and. A bit of political stuff, but that's just impossible at the moment, political stuff. It's, I think it's uh, almost impossible to not be political at the moment. You can't satirise what's going on now because it's it's doing it itself. Uh, yeah, the world is the world got turned upside down and, and now we can't quite know what to <laughs> no. make of it, really. No, I don't want to go there. No, exactly. <laughs> well, we've managed to get through. I'm, I'm quite impressed. This is, you're the eighth writer, I believe, we've had on on Waffle, and mm. uh, we've not we've not delved too far into politics yet. We've not yeah. fallen out over anything. No, I did, I did write a poem about Brexit, but there's not a chance of reading it on radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we we can't get honestly. Uh, this because uh, the, the, the thing is, it's like you say, it's 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 all around us, and you can't escape it. I think mm. it's kind of, I found people actually shying away from writing or talking about it because they you just don't know whether ha- literally half your audience 
now might not. I've I've, I've spoken to uh, a couple of people doing stand up. And they, they will check now if they're going to a leave or remain area mm. before they get there. Because it's like, do I go heavy on this type of joke or do I go heavy on another type of joke? Um, and it's, I don't want to go into that kind of nitpicking no. with the world about no. checking I, out. I was doing a, a little silly poem I'd written about Boris Johnson to, mm. uh, to a friend of mine. Who, who's, uh, who's extreme right-wing politics, so I didn't realise, <laughs> thinks Boris Johnson's wonderful. Well, there you go. So I thought, well, no, let's not uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's stay neutral. It's good. Yeah, we've got, we've <laughs> got to all get through another Christmas together, yeah, so, you know, yeah, let's get around the nice. turkey. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the studio this afternoon, Steve. Um, we're going to um, finish with the kinks, uh, which um, is great, because yeah. I love the kinks, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, which which kinks song have, have you chosen? Well, y- y- again, what a wordsmith, Ray Davis. Yeah. Oh, what, possibly my favourite uh, lyric writer. And uh, I think uh, Waterloo Sunset is sort of the all-round perfect pop record. Yeah. So everything about it is just a beautiful song. just makes me feel good whenever I hear it. And, and the, the, the image is there. Yeah. You can see... You can see him looking through a window writing this. It's it is quite nice. I grew as you can tell by my voice. I grew up at the other end of the country. Yeah, we yeah. were regularly uh, as a teenager. I was regularly in London, uh, and in the old days when I had a Walkman, uh, put this on, and it was just it was proper serendipity. I didn't sort of plan this to happen at all. Waterloo Sunset came round on the tape as I was crossing Waterloo Bridge, right, and there was right. just that moment. Where it was like. I have to stop now. I have to stop and listen to this track. So I've had that. I've had that moment, and and it's like you say, he captures what it's like at rush hour. At that, yeah, particular I think, I think there's there's a rumour that it was meant uh, for Liverpool. Mm. He intended the the song was supposed to be about Liverpool, like a ferry across the Mersey. Yeah, and then he cha- yeah, then he changed he changed it to Waterloo. Oh well, there you go. Right. Well, we're going to leave you with the Kinks, Steve. It's been an absolute pleasure having <laughs> yeah, you on the show. Love um, you can catch uh, Stephen on the podcast. This will be released as a podcast next week. And uh, we'll oh there's it oh just uh, the um, gig. Um, oh, we got, uh, we've got a gig, gig to plug. In, uh, oh yeah, it's February though. February first of February, the twenty seventh. I'm doing very Matt. For, right. So that, that should be nice. So just tick, tickets just are on throw sale that now. in there. Just tickets. playing a very large regional <laughs> theatre. <laughs> <laughs> tickets are on sale now, very reasonably priced. An ideal Christmas present, I would have thought. I would, I would definitely say that. Get on Barry Metz's website and get yourself a, a, an evening with Stephen. Uh, it's been, as I say, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, this will be out as a podcast next week. Uh, we've got our current podcast uh, with uh, Joe Watson, who was in the studio with us last week. That's now gone live. Uh, so if you search for Waffle the Bite Size Podcast, you'll be able to find our, our, our chat from uh, last week. Now, we're going to hand you over to the kinks. Massive thank you to Stephen for coming into the studio and talking there. Now, I had a really busy week this week, travelling up and down the country. I did some work with the Shakespeare Schools Festival on Tuesday in Burnley, and then I went down to Swansea, where I've been working with the Empathy Lab uh, to work with schools to try and increase their empathy skills and try and do that through different types of literature. Uh, Now, one of the things that the Swansea schools are doing uh, is that they've got a cultural exchange going on with the school in Zambia. Uh, A lot of uh, the teachers have been over uh, to visit the school in Zambia and see what they're up to. And as part of that, it just coincided with my visit, uh, I got to meet two uh, brilliant teachers who had come all the way over from Zambia to talk to the kids in Swansea about their experiences. Now, one of the things that I got chatting to uh, with one of the teachers was a gentleman called Mills. Now, Mills is not only a teacher, he is also a writer and performer. Uh, He performs his own music, 
Uh, and bearing in mind the, the limited resources he's got in Zambia, uh, he's managed to put himself together an album of music. It is absolutely stunning. It's simply called The Teacher, which is wonderful. Uh, and I had a chat with him about it. And it apparently, it turns out that the way that this music is put together uh, is that he buys in the uh, services of people in Oslo. Uh, so it's traveled all the way from Norway uh, via Austria as well. There's a company in Austria that sort of facilitates all this for him. And of course, he then records his... Uh, very basic, but, but very quite effective, actually, uh, music videos in Zambia. Uh, and there's some brilliant footage. If you look online for Mills, the teacher, uh, you'll see some absolutely brilliant stuff of him working with the kids and him teaching the kids. And part of that and the way he facilitates his teaching is through his song and lyric writing as well. Now, obviously, I don't speak a word of Zambian. Uh, I think that should be clear for anyone who's ever met me. But what I do know is that when we sat there listening to that music together in uh, uh, in a house in Bridgend on a, on a wet Wednesday evening, uh, that the one thing that connected the two of us was the music and the idea of song. We, our feet were tapping, our heads were moving, uh, and everybody was having a fantastic time. So I thought you should uh, uh, be given the chance to have a listen to this too. Uh, so this is Mills uh, with a song from his album, The Teacher. It's simply called Johanna, and uh, I'm going to leave it with you there. Now, 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 it's meals again. Just in case you never know. I say, Oh, why am I waiting? Gambo Mazuango, Johanna. Wabomu, why am I waiting? Gambo Mazuango, Johanna. Wabomu, why am I waiting? Gambo Mazuango, Johanna. Wabomu, why am I waiting? Mazuba <laughs> Chinzi cho wajita gosunu ye Agonda mbila mwenzuma Mbuni ngo watiamini nasi Gambo mazuba ngucho hane Wabomu kwa ya mwei nyogo Gambo mazuba ngucho hane Wabomu kwa ya mwei nyogo Gambo mazuba ngucho hane Wabomu kwa ya mwei nyogo Gambo mazuba ngucho hane no wendenda muganyelele Mulibantu 
So that's it for another week on Waffle the Bite Size podcast. I've been Paul Jenkins. I want to say a massive thank you to Stephen Taylor for coming into the studio to chat about poetry and about his live gigs coming up. And a big shout out to Mills. Uh, and I want to say thank you for uh, sharing his music with us uh, and letting us broadcast it to the world all the way from Zambia. Waffle the Bite Size podcast was produced by Lee Ball in association with Rossendale Radio. And we shall see you next week with another amazing guest.